Hi, this is Eric Chase, your host for 68 Words, afternoon host on Cumulus Media Toledo's Q105. Welcome into another episode where we'll talk to TPS counselor Michelle Yuhas and Hugo. Hugo doesn't have a last name. It's not a Madonna type thing. Hugo is an assistance dog and he is such a good boy. Hugo, sorry, got carried away. They're here to explain how Hugo has literally changed and maybe saved lives of TPS students, but also teachers and other adults at Chase STEM Academy. I can assure you from day one when he walked into our building the very first interaction that was completely unplanned that he had with a student the staff members that were surrounding us Hugo the student and myself everyone was in tears because he he is a dog but he is also such a loyal companion and he is so supportive and he just helps in ways that that you could never imagine people pleases and species doing disability differently sharing first-hand experience in our podcast inspired by the 68 words that sparked the disability Rights Movement, learn where it started and what's next. Hi, my name is Stuart James and I'm the Executive Director here at the Ability Center and welcome to 68 Words. Michelle and Hugo, thank you for taking some time to be a part of 68 Words. How do I correctly pronounce your last name? Yuhas. So the J is silent. It is. The it J is. is silent. Yuhas. And you're a counselor at TPS, right? I am. I am um, the counselor, school counselor at Chase STEM Academy. What What is that STEM Academy? Because I think when we say TPS, people think of the city schools like Start and Rogers, mm-hmm. but TPS is growing. There's an aviation academy. Uh, do you work at the one right on Upton? Is that where you are? No, I am actually, um, I'm on Chase in the North End at Chase STEM Academy. So we're an elementary building K through eight. Um, I do work closely uh, with our magnet schools at TPS because part of my job is making sure we get our scholars where they need to be and make sure that they have um, the careers that they have in mind, giving them access to those opportunities. Yeah, I love that uh, Dr. Durant and others are steering towards that direction. It's like taking from the Penta playbook and changing what we normally know about about school curriculum. It's different from when you and I were going there, right? Absolutely. Um, How how did you find out about having the opportunity and I assure you that Hugo is here right now. He's being very well behaved. We'll just have to take our word for it. How did you find out about Hugo um, or any other dog being a part of TPS with the Ability Center? So uh, six years ago, I had the opportunity to to attend a luncheon with the Kiwanis Club at the Toledo Club. And um, the presentation was actually Jordan from the Ability Center. And I was mind blown by uh, watching her interact, her explaining to us what the dog that she brought with her that day was capable of doing. And so I inquired, I emailed her, um, and I actually applied for a dog that time. And that was six years ago. See, that was was not Michelle. (laughs) That was Hugo. Proofy's here. Um, And I went to the district. I was a teacher before becoming a school counselor. And I I asked multiple times, you know, can we have a dog? Even we went as far, my husband and I, to purchase. Uh, two golden retrievers in hopes of having them trained. So it's taken this long, and I'm so thankful to finally have the district on board. Um, and when our lead counselor of Toledo Public Schools came to me and said, I've been in touch with the Ability Center, and I think we have a dog, I was elated. So this has been a, a big dream of mine to have a canine partner at my office. Uh, you're his handler. Does he go home with you? Yes, he does. And you say you, you did get the other two dogs? Yes, we do. So we're now a, a, a family of, of three, three dogs, two boys, and my husband husband and I. So. How did the dogs get along? They're great. Good. They're great. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually end with this question, um, 
and I use it a lot more in our podcast. And thank you for listening to some of them to see what you'd be walking into. Uh, this seems so obvious and common sense because human's best friend for a long time mm-hmm. has been dogs. Mm-hmm. I've been a dog lover since as long as I can remember, and you're probably one as well. Do you ever sit and think after an experience with a kid or just a, a positive day with Hugo and go, what the heck took us so long to put dogs in schools with kids or stressful places at all? Absolutely, every single day. And I'm to the point now where I couldn't imagine my role without him. And I know when he came to us and with, with me pleading pretty much, can we please have a dog? People looked... They looked at him as it's just you know he's just a dog and i can assure you from day one when he walked into our building the very first interaction that was completely unplanned that he had with a student um, the staff members that were surrounding us hugo the student and myself everyone was in tears because he he is a dog but he is also such a um, loyal companion and he is so supportive and he just helps in ways that that you could never imagine. It's yeah. amazing. He's not a, a service dog, but he's a companion dog. And when he's at school, he is still working. Yes. Can you explain the differences between your two dogs at home, sure. um, who probably don't work, and <laughs> and and Hugo? Because there are big differences. You talked about the training. Sure, there are huge differences. So um, Hugo has an extensive amount of training, and that was one of my concerns when um, I agreed to be his handler, and he came to live with us. And I said, I hope. Our dogs, you know, don't ruin Hugo. <laughs> right. And in turn, really, Hugo has really helped them. And the difference is his training. You know, he knows before I walk out of door, I need to sit and wait. He knows you know, he's constantly tracking me, waiting to see what his next move is. And at home, of course, he's a dog, but I we still work on those rules and expectations because I need those to carry over wherever we go. Um, but he his the amount of training that he has, the amount of knowledge that he has, it's incredible compared to just having a pet. A pet, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But he is working and he's helping mm-hmm. adults and kids. Yes. Um, how does he, give me an example of an experience, whether it's an adult, a teacher having a hard okay. day, an aide having a hard day, okay. a kid having a hard day. How, how does he go to work in school and how is he so helpful? Well, we start our morning off every day. Um, our kids, we greet our scholars differently at Chase. We have music playing when they walk in the door. We want it to be a welcoming atmosphere. So Hugo is on his mat at the door. He greets all the kids. They will come skipping in. They know all the rules. They need to ask before they pet. Um, and ev- they walk by hi Hugo and the smiles are just are huge and one of the biggest impacts that Hugo has had in our building um, is with with a first grade student who really struggles from the transition from home to school he believes that he's not a good reader and and he perceives himself to not be a good reader therefore he just doesn't like to read and Hugo is the reason last year we struggled to keep him in school Hugo is the reason that this child is coming to school every single day because he he walks in the door, the student goes and has breakfast, he washes his hands, he comes to me, he makes sure Hugo has water, he helps me brush him, he picks out a book to read, he helps me walk Hugo to his classroom, and then we check in. And before lunch, the student will come to me and he reads to Hugo, and that was the first um, 
that moment was the first one that got me the first time we did it because when we said to Hugo Reed and he put his head on top of that book and just looked at that student, the student just started to read. And the progress that the student is making reading and just the impact that he has had. And, and, and that's one one student. We have many great stories of success stories with Hugo and, and the impact he's making. It's a beautiful story. Um, who knows what could have happened to that kid if mm-hmm. Hugo didn't show up. Yes. Maybe, maybe, maybe the worst um, because I know so many kids in the TPS district, whether it's a STEM school or or, or Rogers, um, kids have it different than the suburban schools, yes. and that's why that's why Hugo and what you do are so important. How has he changed your job? You said you're a teacher yeah. and a counselor. Yeah. What, how have you incorporated him into what you do? So um, he he has been. Well, first of all, he has motivated students to read. He has motivated students to come to school. And and I am, we are visible and we're available. And we're using him as a, a positive reward for our students. So they're setting goals, there's expectations with a program that we use called iReady, where the students have to log 15 minutes of math and reading daily. And when they're hitting those goals, their teachers allow them to choose what they would like for a reward. And I have received so many referrals, a little Google form, my inbox, fills up with students who want to utilize their reward spending time with Hugo so I've used I've used him that way we have worked with emerging readers who find you know they will sit with him and they will read and it's like I'm not even there and the struggles they don't even they just they just read and it's been that has been amazing he has helped me with students who have big emotions and that has been great because when the students aren't ready to talk they will sit and pet Hugo and then all of a sudden they just start talking and it's just like they melt and so and we even have teachers who come and say can I just come and lay on your office floor with Hugo so he he really um, I had a meeting one day and he wasn't there and I wasn't there and I was getting text messages where are you so what I've learned from that that experience is that when we are not going to be in the building um, everyone must must be aware we have right. to, we have to prepare for that in so. that case uh, an email to all yes. is is vital <laughs> what what's your day like as as a human being personally and professionally now that hugo is in your life so i joke about about having a uh, my kids are grown about having a new two-year-old that sheds because you know there's a routine so when we get up he eats and we go outside and he gets his teeth brushed and he gets brushed and then we we head into school so he he has figured out his routine uh quickly um it, it is it is a lot of work but it is so so worth everything and it's an adjustment having um, to navigate my day and incorporate him into it but it's it's been such a blessing and I am so so grateful because it is is really he's changing lives can you, he's saving lives as mm-hmm. well um, can you talk more about the adjustments so we just walked through your morning a little bit how sure. about like as you're you're about to get out the door the trip to school through yep. the school day if you have to mm-hmm. run an errand in yes. the middle of the day so I am very fortunate that our administrative assistant trained with me um, she's a secondary handler so I am able to hand Hugo off to her if I need to be somewhere that's that is an emergency and that he he can't attend um, we have um, work through different scenarios because my job as a counselor, I am also an administrator. So I get called often to different places. And my job as Hugo's handler is to advocate for him and keep him safe. And my job as a school counselor is to do the same for the students. So finding that balance and knowing, you know, what would be stressful for Hugo and what he just needs to sit back, you know, and wait for, that that has been a learning process and a, and a learning curve. Um, 
I can't run to the store on my way home from work anymore, right. you know, because I take him home. And and I'm thankful that I have um, family that if I have a very, very long day, meetings after school, that they are able to come and get him and let him go home and be what, a dog. What was, we, we talked a little bit about the extensive training he gets. Sure. How about the extensive training you got yeah. to, be, to be a handler? Oh, my goodness. So um, I spent myself, our district lead counselor and our administrative assistant at Chase, we spent five days here at the Ability Center learning how to handle Hugo. On day three, I was handed him and his leash, and they helped me put him in my car, and that was our first night home. Um, that was that was intense, and you learn a lot. And what's great is after those five days, the trainers, Kim, Brittany, they have never left my side. So I know that I have. if I have questions, I can call them. They always respond, whether it's at night, in the middle of the day. They've offered all of their help and support. They've been amazing. And what you learn and, you know, you – I feel like I had more training with bringing home Hugo with my binder and all my paperwork than I did bringing home my own children. So right. I felt very well prepared um, to have him, and and I I knew what to expect. Sure, I think uh, I think growing something inside of you kind of rewires your DNA, <laughs> yes. and, and 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 the mom comes out. Mm-hmm. But this is you did not birth <laughs> no, this dog. but he's still my baby. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, what what would you suggest to others that have listened to your story, heard heard about the the little boy who who reads with Hugo, mm-hmm. um, to get involved in a program like this? I I would say do it. Um, if you you know I'm sure people are doubtful and think you know we may have students. There's my light, Hugo. We stand up, buddy. Turn the light back on. <laughs> There we go. There we go. Sorry. Good boy. <laughs> nope. Down. Good um, job, Hugo. You yep. helped out. Yep. Good job. Down. Uh, so uh, getting other schools in, involved is yes. you're definitely for. I Oh, absolutely. And I know it's the goal of TPS to have more dogs within, within our buildings. Um, he, we are sort of piloting, piloting this program because Hugo is the very first school facility dog for TPS. Um, I would highly recommend it. The change that he makes, everybody, you can't help but look at him. And not smile. He he is just full of love, and he just brings a sense of comfort and calm. Um, he's helped the teachers even when we go to do classroom visits. They will we they know we can't come in unless the floor is clean. Right. So everyone's cleaning up the floor <laughs> when we're walking down the hall. Then the students you'll hear them whisper when he's walking, he's working. When he's walking, he's working. So we've helped you know sort of unintentionally with hallway behavior. Um, he is just a great asset. Our parents love, love, love him. We've received many, I've received many emails about, thank you so much. My student came home so happy. Um, I, he just, I would do it. It's, you, it makes a tremendous difference it seems in your building. Not, none of us need more in our email volume these days. Maybe he should get his own. Yeah, I wish he could. Hugo at tps.org. <laughs> yes, please. Um, you hinted a little bit at uh, some of the teachers. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're human beings. Yes. If you love dogs, they're they're helpful right. helpful to your mood. We know how hellacious things have been for right. teachers the last couple of years and even before that. Can you give me a story like you did of the little boy who began to read, uh, but in a teacher sense, oh. maybe they were super stressed, but not, they, they continued to work work in a difficult situation because they know Mm -hmm. Hugo there? And we've had that happen a a few times. And what I find is if we go into the classroom and the teachers, you know, has requested us to come in, the teachers love to just sit on the floor with him and the students sit on the floor with him and we work through it. I've had teachers um, come into my office and and sit with him. We have a a few teachers going through a, a few life challenges and he has offered them comfort as well. So 
you know, my office door is always open. We have a little dog gate and they'll just show up and say, can I just come in? And I continue to work and they love on him. And, um, and he, he's really, he's just helpful. Te- teachers are using their planning time with Hugo. <laughs> so it's great. Um, city grants are helpful with this yes. because it, it is expensive mm-hmm. to, to get Hugo trained up correctly and get all the other uh, pieces in place. The city grants were helpful. Oh, when we found out, he's that's the reason that we have him. When we found out that the city of Toledo um, was going to sponsor us and, and we had received a grant to, to cover his training, that was just the icing on the cake for us because that sealed the deal of him being able to come to us. So I'm so grateful. Um, that the city of Toledo believes in the Ability Center Assistance Dog Program, um, um, because without that, who knows? We may not right. have him. So to make that available for us, I appreciate that. What uh, what uh, age kids are in Chase? Kindergarten through eighth grade. Um, has has he had interactions with older students, with with high school students? Uh, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. But he, we decided to get him acclimated to our building first. He, you know, he is the district's dog. Um, and we can start making visits. I do know that if there's anything significant happening in the district, they've asked if we would respond, and of course we will. But we haven't had the opportunity um, to be in a high school yet. But our eighth graders are the same. They're very protective of him, very, very protective of him. And um, they, they, they do a great job. Does he often try to put his his face on the table? No. <laughs> What's that? No. We've never asked this question before when when we've got assistance dogs here. But um, if Hugo had a dating profile, mm-hmm. what would be on there? Oh, we could say that he is handsome, with with the most brown, beautiful eyes. What are some of his interests? Oh, he loves to play fetch. He loves to swim. We do have a pool, so he swims often. He loves to play fetch. He loves to play tic-tac-toe with the students. That's one of the things that they choose as a reward. We play four corners. We do morning meetings. There's a game called silent ball. Um, We go into the hallway, and our third graders are in a circle, and they try to get the ball between each other's legs, but they can't say anything, and we participate in that. So Hugo loves to play silent ball. Um, He... He, come here, obviously loves his treats and he loves a car. He loves taking a ride in the car. How does he sit when he's in the car? He lays down. He's buckled in. So right. that that's a whole a whole thing, too. Um, he wears a seatbelt. And normally he lays in the back seat, and he always sleeps with his head crooked. So if you asked Brittany who had him or Laura who ha- who were his handlers previously, that was one of the things I said, does he need a pillow? What do I need to do? And they said, nope. That's just how that's just how he lays. So He is like another kid. One day right he's going to say, say, Mom, can I have my earbuds? Yeah. <laughs> can, I have my, can I have my iPad, please? No, he's just like, where's the treat pouch? <laughs> What uh, what are some of his favorite foods, other than he, everything? He fresh fruit. He okay. loves fresh fruit. He loves cheese. Um, our our own dog requires uh, medication that he gets a little piece of cheese with his medication, and so Hugo has found his way to to the the counter in the morning to see if he can have cheese too. He does. Hey, buddy. He does like fruit. He likes chicken. He, he pretty much fruit? likes anything. He likes frozen water. I usually freeze it. He likes okay. frozen watermelon. He he um he will eat raspberries and he likes blueberries. Okay. So, and the biggest challenge with the staff is for them not to feed him. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Because he's got to stay in, in, he in shape. He has to stay in shape. Yes. Um. Where does he uh? Where does he poop at school? He doesn't. 
He does. He holds no, it the whole day. He does. So he he is he is a man of a routine. He uh, eats in the morning at home, and then he goes outside in in our yard. And then when he comes home and has dinner, he goes back outside. So I have not had to clean up a single mess from him. I'm prepared to, if need be, but he he is pretty scheduled on his bathroom. Yes, he pees though, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. We go outside about every two hours. Hi, buddy. Hi, buddy. Good boy. Where does uh, last question or so, and please. Ask anything else if you would like where does uh where does he sleep at night in your bed with yes, the other he dogs does. yes <laughs> or is it you and your husband <laughs> sleep with the dog yeah, that's pretty much it they've taken Same. over the bed when he first came to us he he did stay in his crate and our dogs are, are do not sleep in the crate and i felt terrible i just kept thinking i know that was his safe place and that's what he's used to but yes he has worked his way into sleeping um either on his big huge uh bean bag that he has or in our bed how big are the other two dogs? Um, they are a little bigger than him. So he, he weighs 73 pounds, and the other two, the other one is 90 pounds, and our other golden retriever is 80 pounds. So w- where did you get <laughs> such a good deal on a California king-size bed so you could all fit in there? <laughs> No, we need one. So if anyone wants to sponsor that, that would be great. I, I, I joke. I have uh, I have. 45 pounds of dog, two beagle mixes, one beagle boxer, another beagle dachshund. I have a beautiful, large, king-size bed, and the three of us use a whole twin size of mm-hmm. it um, because of the, the way that they lay. So he's got a good life. I'm glad yeah. he's giving good lives to other kids in TPS. And if I could wave my magic wand and make everything happen, I would put a, a dog in every school. I agree. I wish we could. It, it truly, it is. It is so worth it. You you will never find a, another loyal friend like you do in a school facility dog. He's been great. This is Chief Armstrong of Toledo Fire and Rescue. 68 Words has been a production of the Ability Center, hosted by Cumulus Media's Eric Chase, and executive produced by Mallory Crooks. If you, your group, organization, or business is interested in hosting a disability awareness experience or have other inquiries, please contact info at abilitycenter.org. Until next time, think differently. Think differently.